Good evening, everyone. Stavrigo Palki Jai. So, any questions tonight? Okay, yeah. No, it's good. Basic questions are good questions. Okay. There's a theory of, transmi- of, of reincarnation and a theory of transmigration. So transmigration hmm, is moving through species hmm, as opposed to, well, it, uh, reincarnation does not necessarily imply um, moving through different species, but it tends to more imply, as you're thinking, from one human birth to another. Mm-hmm. And so your question is that how 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 can you reconcile the idea of transmigration when we as humans are supposed to be getting better and if we take birth in animal form how can we get better right and that's your thing your question well it's true humans are supposed to get better but we see that they don't always do that we see that that unos humanos going abajo. Hmm? They uh, they go down. So not every human, in our practical experience, not every human being does evolve into being a better or more aware and arguably uh, kind and loving person. Some humans are very. Um, well, they're very um, animalistic um, in one sense. The difference between humans and animals is sometimes said to be that humans have um, intellect. I think they might say now they have greater intellect. Hmm? And um, at the same time, if humans use their intellect only for animal purposes... Animal purposes are what? Well, to eat, to sleep, to mate, and to protect yourself. These basic how to eat, how to sleep, how to mate, how to protect myself are kind of the questions in animal um, world. Animals, like you are saying, they don't ask questions like, why am I? What is the meaning of life? and so forth. They're asking more uh, or seeking answers or pursuing the questions that arise out of their embodiment, the demands of their senses pulling on them. Hmm? This is uh, what we find in the animal world. Um, And whatever intelligence the animals do have they're using for those sensual purposes. How to eat more, how to protect themselves better, whatever intelligence they do have, above and beyond instincts and so forth, um, they're using for animal purposes. Now, we are humans. We have intelligence. If we use our intelligence only for animal purposes, only for how to eat better, how to sleep better, how to mate better, how to protect ourselves better, then we're really 
not much different than the animals. We're just bigger animals. We're using intelligence for something that the animals can do without the need of intelligence. So why should we use intelligence just for how to eat and how to sleep and how to mate and defend when animals do it without the need of intelligence? Maintenance? Hmm? So that so that implies to us that intelligence has a higher purpose. Hmm? Move over here. Move here. Right here. Good. Intelligence is for something is is in humans are endowed endowed with with intelligence, greater intelligence, because they have a greater purpose in life. Indeed you're you're saying that yourself. Humans have a greater purpose, a higher purpose. So intelligence is not required hmm? um, uh, just for eating and sleeping and mating. Hmm? Maybe a little bit. Hmm? But again, many species show no signs of intelligence and they eat just fine and, and uh, they know how to mate. And In fact, we're using our intelligence how to eat, sleep, mate, and defend, and we're confused about it. Hmm? People are confused about how to mate. Why? They have more intelligence. People are confused about what to eat. Why? They have more intelligence. Hmm? Intelligence, therefore, the idea is it comes in a certain form of life, in human form of life, in certain measure, in great measure, and it is to assist humans in a greater purpose. That means that intelligence should not be used, it should not make an unholy alliance or a wedding with the senses and the mind. Through our senses, we contact sense objects. Sight, we contact certain forms, and we touch certain things, we taste and smell certain things, we hear certain things, and so forth, and we get impressions about those things the mind makes determinations about those impressions. I like this and I don't like that, and so forth, right? Mm -hmm. Intelligence is a more subtle voice that when the mind and the senses say, I like this, sometimes the intelligence says, yeah, but it's not good for you. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) we should listen to the intelligence because it's meant to take us beyond just what feels good. Hmm? Because what feels good may not be good for you always. Hmm? Hmm. So that said, and you appreciate that, you're nodding your head, so so you agree. Now, if humans use their intelligence just for animal purposes, then I would say that they abuse their intelligence. Hmm? And they're used in by their intelligence well that's another thing but they're they're anyway they're abusing intelligence hmm? they're not using it for a higher purpose hmm? they're using it for the same thing that animals are doing in the 1950s i was born in 1949 hmm? and in the 1950s and very early 1960s it was popular for young guys to get a driver's license at 16 in the United States and get a car. And then they would, they would, the car was like an extension of their identity. Hmm? I was too young for that. I didn't turn 16 until, you know, later when that was all changing. But uh, if you turned 16 and you got a car and, uh, and, Put a little something on your hair like this, and then you could drive down the street, and girls would go, "Oh, look, the car! He's got a nice car," you know, uh, and so forth. Right? So it was it was all tied to that. And so my guru Maharaj, he once said, "What is the difference? The dog is running on four legs and barking. He wants to find a a mate. He smells something and he's barking." And he said, "Man is riding on four wheels and blowing the horn." <laughs> doing the same thing. Hmm? So a lot of intelligence went into building that car, Hmm? right? Dog doesn't have that kind of intelligence to make a car. 
Hmm? But if you make a car only for to be a big dog, hmm? then you're not using your intelligence very wisely. Hmm? You are abusing your intelligence. And we see that many humans do that. So, although it's true that humans are meant to go up and bring others up with them, many of them go down. Hmm? They abuse their intelligence for simply animal purposes. And they demonstrate in this human life that they are only interested in animal purposes. And so, if they're only interested in animal purposes, then they don't need intelligence. So, therefore, they can transmigrate into another species where they don't need intelligence and they can do what they want to do. Hmm? Just pursue their senses rather than abuse intelligence. Hmm? Now, that said, my point here is that abuse of the human life and the opportunity it affords us, it gives us certain freedoms. With freedoms come responsibilities also. Hmm? If we neglect those responsibilities and you and don't use intelligence for a higher purpose, the higher purpose that we should use intelligence for is not for just bodily meeting the bodily needs, hmm? but for understanding the difference between the body and myself. Hmm? And what is consciousness? Hmm? What am I? Hmm? Why am I? Why? Why? Not how, how. That's animal question. Why? It's a very difficult question. Why? Meaning, purpose. This question is actually being asked by, by consciousness. Hmm? It's not a question that nature can answer. Nature can answer how to eat. Nature can answer how to sleep, how to mate, how to defend. But nature can't answer why. Why is a qualitative question. Hmm? Hmm? A quality question. Hmm? Um, and, and a meaning question. Quality, meaning, this is all relative to consciousness. Consciousness gives meaning. Right? This is a temple. It, it depends who's looking at it, right? The bugs don't think so. Huh? They, they have a different idea what this is. It's wood, it's a concrete, concreto. But we put it together with human consciousness and we give it a meaning and a value, hmm? right? That unto itself it would not have. Hmm? So value comes from from consciousness and um, meaning. And we are meaning-seeking beings. Hmm? So intelligence is meant to help us seek what the meaning of life is, what the purpose of life is. Hmm? Intelligence is meant to help guide us beyond habits formed in youth that are difficult to overcome. Hmm? Habits formed over lifetimes, some scars. Hmm? Karma. Hmm? To use to, 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 we, the way we use our intelligence is not to use it just to find out better ways to eat and sleep, but to, t to take, for example, ad ad advantage of sacred texts coming from the mystics, describing higher experience of the self and how to get there, a method. Hmm? When we use intelligence like this, we, we spiritualize our intellect and it becomes an aid, an assistance in going higher. But if we don't use intelligence like that, then we just want to use intelligence for being an animal. We could become a very dangerous animal. What is more dangerous, the tiger or the human? Go to the zoo. Yeah, the zoo, you can put the tiger in the, j in the, in the jail. Hmm? Very dangerous. Hmm? But if he uses his intelligence properly, the human, then he or she will be very kind. Hmm? But they don't. So when they don't use intelligence properly, they abuse intelligence, then the karma that comes from that is they go down. Now when they go down into the animal species, for example, then they don't commit anything bad. They're on automatic. That is the karma that they acquired in their human life. In human life they acquired karma. In animal life 
they are reaping the result. Hmm? When the result is finished, then they come to human life again. Hmm? Then try again. Something like that. So, this gives us an explanation of why there are animals. Hmm? Also. Otherwise, otherwise, you have, from your perspective, it would appear that they have no real meaning or purpose. Hmm? And in the higher scheme of things. So that's what we think. Do you understand? Yeah. Not only that, that's not just what we think. But that is what... Um, give a seat for Ramesh. Good. That's not just what we think. But that is what we have learned from sadhus, saints, who for thousands of years hmm, have explained this and talked about this and written about this. And those saints, they set a certain example in life to us that looks very ideal. And we are inspired by them. And so that we take their opinions very seriously because they're talking about some things that we understand and that we aspire for and how to get there. And when we apply ourselves according to their teachings, we get some results. Hmm? And we can understand it's true. That's true. And so other things that they talk about that we don't have direct experience of, we tend to believe that. Hmm? Because they're speaking from a certain perspective and they've created faith in us. Hmm? And that faith is not blind because that faith is also based on the experience of applying ourselves to their teaching. So you may, uh, for example, devotees hear their chanting and they all believe that if you abuse your human life you might take birth as an animal. Hmm? It depends. In the sattva guna, raja guna, and tamaguna, as a tiger, as a cow, as a, as a monkey, for example. Hmm? They believe that. They make, maybe they can't see that. Hmm? Maybe they can't see that. But they believe that. Because other things they have seen, hmm? based on the teachings of the sadhus, they've applied themselves and they've seen those things. They've seen, oh, I'm going up. Hmm? I'm actually going up. Hmm? You talked about humans are supposed to go up. They realize, I'm going up, actually, which is what we want. Now, some people can see that, hmm? those animals. Like one time, my Guru Maharaj, what happened? It was in San Francisco, and there was the Rathiatra of Jagannath, a big parade, and the deity was on the cart. It was very big, and one dog came. Hmm? Remember that story? Yeah, and the the dog got in the way or something like that, and he said, oh, I know that the dog, said, you know, save him, pull him. And we have animals too here. Hmm? I'll give you one day in our ashram in California. It's very remote like this, very out in the montagna. Hmm? And uh, one day... A peacock walked on. Never left. Hmm? He never left. He just walked there. I don't know where he came from. Hmm? He lives there. He's a he's brahmachari. <laughs> he's celibate. <laughs> Living at the ashram. Hmm? He's there. His name is Gopati. He just he, he just walked there. That he never left. He'd been there for years. So, you know, peacocks, they have something to do with Krishna, and, you know, they, so so we understand this is a special animal. Hmm? He was maybe some kind of devotee in the previous life, but for some reason, he'd made some offense, he became a peacock. But as a peacock, he's living there. There's one story in the Bhagavat, Srimad Bhagavatam, one king, his name was Bharata, India was named after him. The technical name for India is Bharat, Bharata. So, he renounced his kingdom. He was living in the forest and um, meditating. And one day a deer gave birth to a, a fawn, 
a baby deer. Hmm? And there was one lion, tiger, and coming after. And so the mother was afraid. The calf was born. She ran away. The, the tiger ran after the mother and killed the mother. And the fawn was left. And so Bharati saw that. So he protected the, the, the fawn, hmm? the baby deer. And, he, and eventually he became attached to the baby deer. So he started thinking, instead of meditating on his mantra, he started thinking, where's the deer? Oh, where's the deer? Hare Krishna, where's that? Oh, she's over there, okay. So his, his, somehow his consciousness became preoccupied with the deer. And one day he couldn't find the deer. And he was going looking for the deer. And he tripped, he fell, he died thinking of the deer. His consciousness was on the deer. According to Bhagavad Gita, yam yam vyapi smaram bhavam tadite ante kalevaram tantame vaiti kontaya sadatad bhava bhavita. Where are you right now? That is wherever your mind is, right? We are all here. Where are we? We are all in a different place. Hmm? We all leave here and, and someone will say, did you see that uh, something? You say, no, I didn't see it. Hmm? And then you might say, did you see this painting? Says, no, I didn't see that. Everybody doesn't see everything. Everybody doesn't experience everything. Hmm? Everybody's having a subjective experience. We're all living in the mind. Wherever you go, that's where you are. Hmm? You take your mind with you, right? So, the idea is that when this body, physical body dies, the mental body continues. Hmm? The ego. Hmm? And that transports you to another body. Hmm? And then when it comes in connection with that body, then it, it, it adjusts accordingly. Hmm? This is the teaching. So the point is this. What the Gita says, what your mind is fixed on, hmm? that's where you are. Therefore, what you what is death? Death is just a change of scenery. That's all. It's just changing the scenery. Hmm? The body becomes the dust, dust to dust, ashes to ashes, I think the Bible says, something like that. Everything transforms. All the material ingredients constantly changing, transforming. So this death of the body is just a transformation of these um, material ingredients, hmm? the gross material ingredients, matter, gross matter, physical matter. Hmm? So it's changing all the time. Death is just another change. Hmm? Where I am is where my consciousness is. Hmm? And wherever my consciousness is at, when, the, when this particular configuration of matter, physical matter, reaches its biological end, matter will shape itself around my consciousness again. That's what matter does. Again, look at this building. Consciousness made these, this wood and stone come together like this. Hmm? So consciousness gives shape to matter. So whatever your consciousness is, matter will shape itself around it. Hmm? That's what we call a physical body. Hmm? Hmm? That's your practical experience. Your practical experience is the consciousness moves matter. Hmm? In other words, you consciously think about things and will, desire, and then things happen. Hmm? So, according to your consciousness, death is just a change of bodies. But what body it will be, that depends on your consciousness. And some humans, unfortunately, have animal consciousness. Some of them have worse than animal consciousness. Hmm? Some of them have kind of harmless animal consciousness, and some of them have very kind of harmful and dangerous animal consciousness. So it's very practical. When their human body, biologically speaking, meets its demise, it ends, and they get a body that, that's according to their consciousness. Hmm? So it's very important what your consciousness is, what your, where your mind is fixed, so to speak. Hmm? 
what your conceptual orientation is, that will determine your future. Hmm? That will determine how you act, and so forth. Hmm? So, so where are we? We are where our mind is. Hmm? Yoga is for putting the mind in a certain place, on the Atma, and on God. Hmm? Then you will go up. But not everybody does that, unfortunately. Hmm? Therefore, there are other species of life. Human life is like being on probation. You know what probation is? Hmm? Probation is, in, in, a, in the legal system in the United States, if you do something wrong, you can go to jail. If you're in jail for a while, but you're good in jail, they might let you out on probation. Under certain terms, you can go out, but you can't violate certain rules. And if you do that for a certain amount of time, then you're completely free. So other forms of life are kind of like being in prison. And human life is like probation. You get some freedom, but if you abuse it, go back to jail. Hmm? Do you understand? So that's what we, how we think about it. And we think about it because we've heard like this. And we also have experience of extraordinary animals. Hmm? Like here we have some cows. Hmm? They came here in a particular way also. And we take care of them very carefully. Hmm? We could just let them go wild. If we'd let them go wild, someone will eat them. Someone will kill them and eat them. So we don't let them go wild. We protect them. We feed them. If they get sick, we take care of them. Hmm? We give them medicine. Hmm? We wash them. We take those carapatas. We take them off. Hmm? Torsalos. We take them off. Hmm? And, 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 and they like us for that. They like that. And so they give us milk. Hmm? And there's more milk than the calf can drink. Hmm? So the calf drinks full and the extra milk left. Hmm? In, in, in California, we have cows, they're milking for five years. One calf, five years giving milk. The calf is big and grown having her own calf. <laughs> she doesn't need that milk. Hmm? And why are they giving so much milk? And this is a sign of affection. Hmm? Affection. Hmm? A mother, she has a child, will give milk and with strong feelings of affection. Hmm? Will overwhelm her. I mean, it's biological and all too, but affection will have a role. Hmm? So the cow giving milk is a sign of affection from our perspective. And we are giving so much affection to the cow. Hmm? It used to be, it's thought, in human society, that the cows were wild. Hmm? And then what people did was they hunted. And if they catch a cow, they would kill the cow and eat it. But because humans have a little bit of intelligence, as we were talking, some intelligent person said, wait a minute, hmm? this animal is a little different. Hmm? This animal can work with humans, not like tigers, not like lions, not like rattlesnakes. Hmm? Can work in certain, we can make a deal. Let's make a deal. Hmm? And the deal is, I'll protect you, the bull, el toro, and the toro can help me make the ground ready for planting hmm? by plowing. ¿Me entiendes? Hmm? And so the bull does this, and we take care of the bull completely. We don't kill the bull, and then we move from hunting to growing. That is intelligence. <laughs> you understand this? Growing requires much more intelligence than hunting. Hmm? Mm -hmm. Hmm? Growing agriculture. Agriculture is the beginning of human civilization. And cows are at, at, at the inception of this. They are, they are the, the most um, productive um, 
domestic animal. Hmm? Even the dung from the cow, the manure, is has many useful purposes. Hmm? Even medicinal purposes. Hmm? So it's very remarkable. So there's certain animals. There, there's, there, there are wild animals, and there are wild humans. Hmm? And then there's civilization. The civilization means humans become domesticated, and they do so with the help of some animals. Some animals and some humans get together, and that's called domestication. Hmm? That's a fact. And civilization. They make a deal. Hmm? So this is a reality. This is a reality that human civilization is based on, in, arises out of making an, a, a, an arrangement with the wild. Hmm? It's, it's a, it's a borderline between the wild, wild humans, wild animals. So, so, so there's a place that means to say for domestic animals. Now, they have to be very protected, taken care of, loved, and so on and so forth. And then they work together with the humans and they're in a better situation than they were, being chased by tigers and lions and wild people. Hmm? And the humans are in a better situation also. Hmm? So, um, so animals have a role with humans. That's one point. I'm a side point. And here we have animals... We consider these animals very special animals because they live in an ashram. Hmm? Like some devotees, they come, they live here to go up, but they don't stay, they go down, they leave. But the animals always stay. So they are higher. Hmm? Our animals are higher. Our trees are higher. They never go. They just keep giving fruit for Krishna. Hmm? Devotees, they come and go. They have other things to do, they think. Hmm? The trees only stay. So we worship the trees. We worship los animales. También. Hmm? Uh, in this way, we, we see them as higher than ourselves. We take good care of them, provide for them in every way. We, are the, we serve them. Hmm? And they serve, serve. And then what they give, we give to Krishna. Hmm? And then, we, then what's left, we take. Hmm? This is our lifestyle. So we think these are a special kind of animals because they are living in an ashram. Hmm? In India, there are many nice examples of animals living in ashrams. And they're like that peacock, very special. Hmm? And, uh, and if you look carefully, you, you, sometimes you can, you can, you can see. Hmm? They have some, some background in a previous life in spiritual culture. And for some reason... They went down. What is a special life? I was telling that king, he took birth as a deer. His deer was a consciousness that he had, right? And he died, and he took birth as a deer. But as a deer, deers are very good at hearing. Their ears go up, and at a distance they can hear. So he took birth as a deer, but he was conscious of the fact that previously he was a sadhu, and he had now taken birth as a deer. He knew his previous life, although he was in a deer's body. It's very special. And so what he would do is he would go in the forest and wherever sadhus were living and reciting the Bhagavatam and the Gita, and he would listen. Hmm? So his whole life as a deer, only listening to Hare Krishna hmm? and this kind of discussions, all these things. And then his third life is discussed in the book also. He became Jad Bharat, hmm? a self-realized soul. Hmm? So, it's possible to take birth as an animal, even as a special animal, and remember your previous birth. But most people are not like that. Hmm? So this is our understanding. You can think about it. <laughs> but I've answered your question, right? Yeah. You know, we wish everybody human would go up. And some people think like that. Humans will only go up, they'll only evolve and become more spiritually um, um, aware. But, but we see people go down all the time, all the time, and do terrible things, humans. So that's a good theory, interesting theory, but it doesn't have, play out very practically. Our experience is different. 
Hmm. Yes, next question. Okay. Okay, um, some people say books, writers, yeah, when you die, you go up and you cannot check what happened in this life. You take your earnings and then together with, I don't know who, after, you decide uh, your next life and you kind of choose what people will come here again as a group of souls and kind of a uh, test or the kind of life you're going to have in order to improve yourself. Like the lesson you didn't learn in the previous life, you may have a chance in the next life in order to keep going up. But people don't go up. People make all kind of wrong choices. I mean, not up, because there's no hell, no heaven. Okay, just go to this place. I don't know how to call it. Like intermediate, like, I don't know how to call it. Mm-hmm. Well, what you're saying, if I understand it correctly, is that is that every human is born to improve from the last life. Hmm? And so each one is improving from the last life. But we don't see that. We see people are going down. We don't see that. So therefore we don't believe that. We see people have up every opportunity to go up also, but they don't take advantage of it. Hmm? They go down. Hmm? It happens on every level. Hmm? So we don't believe those kind of books. <laughs> because they don't, they don't, our experience is entirely different. It's an interesting idea. Hmm? You, if you, you see, we look at it like this. What our experience is, is that there are, is that there are consequences for action for actions, there are consequences. If you do something, there's a result. Okay? Therefore, we see souls in many different conditions. The conditions are the result of the actions that they have performed. this? Hmm? So there are different forms of life. I mean, what you would do to become a dragonfly, I don't know, or a mosquito, but... <laughs> But there are mosquitoes, and they're not that nice. Um, and, uh, I mean, they have their place, ecologically speaking, but um, how, do, how you become one, I'm not sure, but it's a consequence. We see it as a consequence. You say there's no heaven or hell. Okay, that's fine. What we say is there are consequences for action, and some of the consequences, from our perspective, are heavenly, and some of them are hellish. Hmm? Some people are born as a result of their actions, very wealthy, very good-looking, very charismatic, have everything they need, and so forth. Other people are born, you know, in very difficult situations. So there are, everything's not this equal. Now, the whys of all of that, I mean, I say over, the overarching reason is there, there are consequences for action. But it's very complicated. It's not that someone who's born rich is necessarily the best person or someone who's born poor is the, is the bad person. But there are better and worse material situations that people are born into and that animals are born into also. Hmm? Some animals are born in the zoo. I mean, I don't know. Some are born in the... Here, we're going to have a calf. You can stay. Unos dias, mas... Como se llama? Carnero. Carnero. Ternero. 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 Viene. Hmm? So that's a big celebration for us. Then we make a big party. Hmm. Festival. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so people are born, animals are born in different situations. The overarching meaning for that is there are consequences for action. Hmm? So we see the humans, they do bad things. Some humans do very bad things. And they mistreat other people. And they kill animals. And they, and they don't care. And, I mean, so they're not, they're not going up. <laughs> they're going, abajo. Hmm? Rapido. When they appear, mistreat before and they move here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You understand? This is our thinking. Some in brief. What else? Anyone else? Any further questions?
question on that? No. I'm sorry for my question, okay? No, no, we're, no, no, no need to apologize. Pure. Pure. Because, well, I believe that we are all... I, I was Catholic. I have no religion also. You're Tambien. You don't understand my background, okay? Um, I believe um, we're kind of God, all of us. He's of God, and we're made perfect. So every time... Well, a little people who really think and it's mine. It's, 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 they're, they're intelligent. We try to do the best every time, even when we're making bad choices, at the time, maybe, or most of the time, we thought we did the best we could in that situation. And every now and then they hear the word impure, impure, and I don't know, I don't like it because I don't feel I'm impure, and that anything that I do is purposely impure, and that God is not going to get offended because of God, it's love. Yeah, okay. First of all, your 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 question still continues a little bit from the previous question, and so I'd like to follow up on that by saying that um, that while we might believe that people always try their best to do the right thing, I don't I don't find that to be true. Hmm? They don't try the best to do the right thing always. Sometimes people know what's right, and they don't try. Instead. They know this is wrong. They could try not to do it, but they just do it anyway. Hmm? So there are the choices to be made. So that's one thing. Hmm? And so, now, your other idea is, you said you were a Catholic, and now you have no religion. I was also a Catholic, and now I have no religion. Hmm? It's the true. In the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, if you want to know me, you have to give up religion. Sarvadharman pritajama mekam. You must give up religion. Hmm? But he teaches that religion is one thing and spiritual life is another thing. It should be an extension of religion and the heart of religion, but most people don't go there. Hmm? So religion becomes just a way to get things. You pray for things. Other people say, well, I should pray for things. I can just go get a job and get things. So why have they ask a God for things? I just do it. So who needs God? So when religion just becomes a means to acquire things, it loses its power and loses credibility. Hmm? Religion is not meant for acquiring things, but religion is meant for something else. R religion is meant for taming humans. Religion is like uh, to live in a cage. You understand a cage? To live in a cage. Let's say you take a wild animal. Hmm? Let's say you take a mapache. I saw three, four, five of them today. So you, you take one and you catch it. I'm just saying, I'm not going to do that. But And then you put it in a little cage. Okay? And then you give it some food, and then don't give it, and then you train it gradually. You keep it in a cage. Then after a little time, it's trained, you let them out of the cage. Hmm? Okay? So I'm saying, religion is like the cage. More moral laws. Hmm? This is good, this is bad. <coughs> and you put them in a cage. Hmm? And, <laughs> and, um, Therefore, moral laws are not the whole meal of spiritual life. But they do have a part to play. They do have a role. Hmm? Let me give another example. Let's say you want to drive your car. Okay? Say, I want to drive. You say, okay, that's good. You want to drive. You should get a license. Why should you get a license? I just want to drive. Hmm? Well, there are rules of the road. I just want to drive. I don't care about the rules. I just want to drive. That's not a good idea, is it? You'll get an accident, and you'll put somebody else in danger, and so forth. Hmm? 
So you should have the freedom to drive within the rules. Hmm? So freedom, hmm? animals are free, it looks, hmm? but not free from the demands of their senses and their minds and so forth. Hmm? Hmm? So to come out of animality and come to humanity, we need some rules. Animals have no rules. There's no laws there. Hmm? There's no council that says, oh, you ate too many of these, you can't eat them. You know, yeah, yeah. right? But humans, they make some laws. Hmm? Right? And you agree with that. Hmm? So, so, some ethical and moral system. Like, for example, do you think it's good to come here, say, to Guanacaste, in El Bosque, y, ¿cómo se Cortar todos los árboles. Es impuro. <laughs> you don't like that word. <laughs> you don't like the word, but, but it's muy malo. Hmm? It is ethically bad. It is morally bad. Hmm? You can say impure. You can use any adjective you want, but the same point is being made. You, yourself, agree certain things are wrong. They should not be done. Hmm? If you do them, then that's bad for the environment, it's bad for you, it's bad for the humans, it shouldn't be done. Hmm? Hmm? So we all accept there's certain ethical, we should live in an ethical way. Hmm? So we construct some guidelines, some rules, some cage to live in. Hmm? Right? Hmm? But spiritual life is beyond that. Hmm? Spiritual life is free without any laws. Hmm? But first you have to become a human. From animality you have to come to humanity. From humanity to spirituality. So from animal to human to spiritual. Human is different than animal because as we said before human can think I am, I am. Why am I? What am I? Am I this body? I don't know. Once I had a child body, now I have a young girl body, then now, now I'm a daughter, one day I'll be a mother maybe. What am I? Am I a daughter? Am I a mother? Am I? Body's changing. Hmm? I'm not the body because I can perceive the change. If I was part of the change, then I couldn't see it. Hmm? So I'm different than it. The world is changing around me, all combining and changing in different ways. I'm observing. Hmm? If I was part of the change, how could, I, how could I observe the change? I'm different than the change. So I'm different. I'm, 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 I'm consciousness. I'm an alma. Hmm? You think like that, right? Hmm? And it's puro. You don't have a problem with the word puro, only impuro. <laughs> but you cannot have puro without impuro. One is the opposite of the other. So you have to have both. <laughs> you cannot say everything is pure. Everyone is pure. Hmm? Everyone is pure, pure, yes. On a metaphysical level, every atma is puro. Hmm? But some atmas are covered. Hmm? Covered by the, the dirt of misunderstanding. Hmm? So the alma is puro, but the dirt is impuro. Hmm? <laughs> if you put the dirt on the alma, then the alma is still pure, but you have to dust it off. It's like underneath the mountain, una montaña muy grande, y adentro es una pedazo de, ¿cómo se llama? Col. Hmm? Carbón. Carbón. Hmm? You bring it out uh, from under the mountain, it becomes a... Hmm? Diamante. Diamante. Very beautiful. Hmm? So, it has a mountain of impurity, hmm? but it doesn't change. It, it's uh, The diamond is there. You have to uncover. So, the alma is like this. So, everyone's puro. Toda la gente está puro. Porque toda la gente no está cuerpo 
no, 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 la mente tampoco. Somos almas. Las almas es, es una, 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 ¿cómo se llama? Una substance. Substancia diferente, diferente de la cuerpo y de la mente. La cuerpo y la mente son matter. ¿Cómo se llama matter? Material. Materia. Materia físico y psíquico. ¿Psíquico? Psíquico. ¿Mm? Y la alma es diferente. Totalmente diferente. ¿Mm? Y todos los almas, todos los almas son, son puros. Y es imposible para la alma to become impure. Es imposible. The, the alma cannot become impure. Hmm? It is always sat. It's siempre chit. Siempre ananda. It exists. Sat means, la alma está sat. Sat means, not like matter. Matter is transformación todo el tiempo. Cambiando. Todas las cosas cambiando. La, 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 la agua está la oceana. Entonces, transformación está una cloud, nube. Entonces está lluvia, otra vez está ocean y río. So the whole world is transforming, right? But the alma doesn't change. You know, we used to think in Europe, they used to think that all the planets go around the earth. ¿Me entiende? Orbit. Around the earth. And then, the idea changed. No. All the planets going around the sun. Right? Now, we say, all the planets going around Alma. Hmm? <laughs> There's a new idea. It's an old idea, but it's, it's time has come. Hmm? Around consciousness, matter is moving. Going around. Hmm? So the, the consciousness, the lalama, is the sat. It doesn't transform. It doesn't get old. It doesn't die. It sat means it's real. Sat means it's eternal. Something is real. Something is not real. If today it is here, and tomorrow ya se va. No está real. So sat means real in this sense, eternal. Hmm? No, no, doesn't transform. The alma is sat, and the alma is chit. Chit. Chit means la alma, la alma, the soul, the atma. La alma tiene con, 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 conciencia. Conocimiento. Conocimiento. Todo conocimiento. Hmm? Hmm? Right? It is, la alma está luminous. And it can it can light other things. It is luminous, and it can shed light on other things. Hmm? That means it is a unit of luminosity. Light light means knowledge. Hmm? You see, like I have an idea, and they put a light bulb. You know, el gráfico. You know, oh my thought, light. <laughs> so, lalmas is like this, chit light. You cannot light it. It is the light of the world. It is lighting the world. It is brighter than the sun. Entiendes? Hmm? Hmm? This is the alma. Hmm? So it is sat, it is chit, and it is ananda. It can love. Hmm? It can love. It should love. Hmm? It exists. Sat, it knows. Hmm? It exists and knows for for the purpose of loving. It has a purpose for loving, for giving. Hmm? So the alma is like this. It's puro, completamente. Hmm? But we don't know it. We think about it. You like the idea. But how will you experience it? Hmm? You have to take off the dirt of misconception, karma, bad karma, good karma. It's... Uh, It's covering the the pure alma is being covered by the dirt of misconception. Hmm? So if I'm alma, you know, no soy cuerpo or mente, 
Entonces, I should act like that. But I act like I'm a body. I act like I follow my mind. You see, yoga, yoga, spiritual life, spiritual discipline, enables one to control los sentidos. Los sentidos y la mente. La vida de nosotros está la vida de la mente y los sentidos. No es la vida del alma, del alma. Somos living, viviendo. Estamos viviendo. Viviendo solo para los sentidos. Que ellos quieren, yo soy. Yes. Ellos son los, son, ¿cómo se dice? Maestros. Son maestros. Y la mente también. Uno piensa, viene, yo está, ya, yo, ya, yo me voy. La, ¿cómo se dice? La, la lengua, el totón. La lengua. Quiere sabor. Y el estómago. Suficiente, suficiente. Soy lleno, soy lleno. Pero la, pero la, pero la lengua quiere más. Es el problema. Son, ellos, los sentidos son los maestros y no son uh, en la, la, la misma página. ¿Me entiendes? ¿Me entiendes? Son, son en diferentes páginas. <risa> Una quiere un, una dirección, otra quiere otra dirección. Es un problema para nosotros. Somos, nos somos, nosotros queremos libre pero somos, ¿cómo se dice? ¿Cómo se dice? Slaves. Esclavos ¿Hm? de los sentidos. Sí, de los sentidos y la mente. ¿Hm? Pero somos alma. So why we live like we are senses and mind. So spiritual life means to control the mind. Control los sentidos. ¿Hm? Instead of going out entre el mundo, adentro. Bring them in. ¿Hm? Turn inward. And know the alma. Hmm? Then you live like I am alma. Then your life will change. Hmm? Because then you will see everyone is poor. Hmm? So you, you care for everybody. Hmm? And you have compassion for todo el mundo. You like? Neighbor? The mismo day. De... Mm -hmm. See, now you can say that, but to live that is difficult. Me entiendes? This requires yoga. To live that. In Gita, Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, La yogi, el yogi, quien está, está lo más alto, es el yogi que que él conoce, conoce la, los problemas de otras personas de, lo, son míos. Los problemas de otros son, míos. son, los, son míos. ¿Mm? What he is suffering, I feel. ¿Mm? ¿Mm? So, it's easy to say, everyone's pure, I want to love everybody. Now you don't have to do that. ¿Mm? That requires yoga. <laughs> That requires spiritual discipline. That requires realizing the alma hmm, and what it means to be pure. Hmm. And all of that work is to uncover the alma, which is pure. What will it be uncovered from? Um, impurity. So there is impurity. Hmm. <laughs> there is impurity, but it's not inherent in me. Hmm? It's foreign. Hmm? So, therefore, we gather like this for, to learn about real spiritual discipline. What is the beginning of that spiritual discipline and practice? Hmm? That is to get some understanding, some conceptual orientación. Hmm? ¿Qué es la alma? ¿Qué es la cuerpo? ¿Qué es la mente? ¿Qué, qué? Um, hmm? Uh, ¿Cómo puedo vivir adentro? Vivir adentro. Sí. ¿Mm? Calma. Con tranquilo. Con tranquilidad. Tranquilísimo. 
Pura vida. Actualmente. Pero aquí es hasta una palabra nada más. ¿Me entiendes? Pura vida. No wonder you think everyone's pure. Are you from Costa Rica? Yeah, no wonder. Pura vida. Pura vida. So anyway, that's that's good. Two questions. We can answer more tomorrow. You should stay tomorrow, and you can ask more questions. Okay. Good. 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 What is the time now? She she Hari Kirtan ki jai, Namsan Kirtan ki jai, Dauji Gopal ki jai, Madhavan ki jai, Gaur Bhaktabrinda ki jai, Gaur Premanandi.